Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show, hosted by Amber Strange and Jenna Penrose, two mothers and detectives dedicated to fully embodying a new paradigm of conscious parenting, deeper relationships, healing ourselves into radiant health, and epic answers to age-old enigmas. Get ready to get your mind blown, because this week's episode starts in Three, two, one. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show, everyone. It's Amber and Jenna here. We hope you have had a wonderful week so far. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode, Lady Love, Medicine for the Heart. We have the beautiful, the majestic, very wise and wonderful Paula Malice on with us today, sharing her stories about the healing power of Lady Love community and how we can all grow and flourish from this magical dynamic. Hi guys, we made it to the interview. It was hairy for a while there. <laughs> I know. Hey Paula. We did it. I know the universe did not want this this interview to happen and so that means it must be good because the universe always <laughs> when it's really juicy we did it that was incredible some serious mercury and retrograde technical difficulties going over here but i feel like the lesson for today is perseverance don't you guys it's a good one i agree i agree and that we've done Persevered. That's true. That's true. So thank you so much for joining us today, Paula. This is such a beautiful topic, very close to my heart, and you are the person to speak to about this. Yes, Jenna, do you have queen. a the absolute queen and a living testament to the power of Lady Love community? Mm -hmm. So really excited to get into this. But before we do, Jenna, why don't you hit us with a definition? All right. So this is my definition of Lady Love, nourishment for the heart. Most women are not loved the way they need to be and deserve to be. It is hard for the typical earth male partner to understand how to fill in those gaps. However, sisterhood is one way that we can each fill up each other's love tanks and connect through the place that we all need it the most, the heart. Paula, do you have anything to add to that definition? Well, I love what you're bringing forward. And the first thing that comes... Um, and for me is really that beautiful awareness that I came to through doing this work of holding space for women and being together in such a loving, non-judgmental space with, with intention and realizing that what I receive from sitting in circle and being in community with women, my partner, my husband, cannot give me nor should i expect him to and the only way to fill up with that sisterhood love is to reside in the sisterhood mm. so i love that you brought that forward in the way that you did and it really has um revealed itself so beautifully and so powerfully in my own life before we dive deeper into today's episode, we are thrilled and very proud to announce that this week's sponsor is the hippest vitamin brand around, Ritual. 
Rituals capsules have the nutrients that most of us do not get enough of from food alone, all in their clean and absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. We will tell you more about this later, but for now, use the code MLF at checkout to get 10% off your first three months of essential nutrients at ritual.com slash MLF. Should I give everybody a little introduction to who Paula is in case they're not, they don't know her, that she's such a legend already? I mean, insane to think no one knows who a legend Paula is, but for those living under a rock, <laughs> Go ahead, Jenna. This definitely deserves a drum roll. Ready? Yes. So Paula Malice is a doula, a facilitator of women's circles, and founder of Women's Space in Culver City. And when she was pregnant with her daughter, Madeline, and navigating her own journey into motherhood, something shifted within her. She experienced a shift of consciousness that allowed her to, the opportunity to choose a more conscious approach to her life as a woman and as a mother. Paula blends together her experiences as a mother, her expertise as a doula, a facilitator, and her extensive training in spiritual psychology. Paula believes birth can manifest in many forms for women. And as women, we have the opportunity to birth babies, projects, new versions of ourselves, and all that we are called to bring forward into the world. Supporting women on their own unique journey is her life's deepest passion. And what she has set up for people in her space, women's space, is just unlike oh. anything else in Los Angeles. It's truly a special gem. And that's what makes her the queen bee of women circles and facilitating that for, for the greater Los Angeles area. It is. It's true. I'm obsessed with the women's space. It's such an experience. You walk in there. Not only is it beautiful to the eye, like Paul is the most stylish human I know on earth, but you walk in and there's a feeling in your bones you get from every little intention that's been put behind the detail of creating this space. And we've been to a few women's circles there, Jenna and I, and I've been to a few healing sessions there as well. Brilliant practitioners really life-changing and just the medicine that Jenna and I experienced walking into a space with every element being supportive of your nervous system relaxing and opening and your heart opening and being held. So thank you, Paula, for what you do. Thank you. Really profound. Really, really profound and unusual and unique and special. Well, thank you, ladies. It's an honor to be with you all again and an honor to share and be of service in any way that I can. You mentioned that men are not able to fill in this space that our heart yearns for in community and connection in that lady love space, and nor should we expect them to. This has been an area in my relationships present and, and in the past that has caused a lot of turmoil because I didn't realize that men can't be everything and that we should really be looking to our friendships to find that nourishment on that certain level. Can you speak to us about how you discovered that philosophy and what that really looks like and how that can transform a relationship once you take that pressure off the husbands, the boyfriends, the men to, to not be the girlfriend? <laughs> yes. Or really the dependence on anyone, any other person at all. 
Um, I think we could even go as far into that as well, but more specific in, in how it showed up in my partnership, which I feel like is always a mirroring and opportunity for growth and expansion for me and my journey. And I just kept getting just so much resistance from him and just feeling like I was just butting up against a wall over and over and over again. And then finally I just stopped hitting myself up against the wall that was in front of me and pulled back, created some space for myself within myself and began to get curious about what is the solution because the way I'm approaching it and expecting him to be my everything is not working. So I need to really pull back and, and go deep within myself and really start to ask for a solution that was not currently, you know, my behavior or way of being. And once I started doing so, I really started to, receive the insights and awarenesses with within myself also with the support of the women who support me who are my guides um it really allowed me to see that i was putting too much on my partner and he isn't meant to be my everything and i think that i was carrying on a limiting belief that was passed down to me by i mean i love them dearly but my southern woman roots and um and so it was very empowering to create that space within myself and to give him the space and to really detach with love to really tune into well what is it that i really do need and to really move into acceptance that he isn't meant to fill me up in the way that my clients fill me up when i'm of service to them in my one-on-one practice and the way that my that the circle fills me up when I'm of service, whether I'm serving a circle or receiving in circle. Um, it's just, it's, it's medicine that I feel like we can only get within sisterhood. And it's just not really fair to put an expectation that he's meant to meet me there because that's just, he's not meant to. Mm-hmm. And how did your dynamic shift once your lens shifted around your expectations with him? Well, I feel that he got a little resentful and confused and felt slightly abandoned, which is his stuff. But then he started to kind of detach in his own way in a healthy way and start to see that he could go into being with men when I would go and be with my women. And so he found a men's group that he currently attends weekly. And so now after, I think it's been like a year and a half now, consistently going and being with these men, he's getting that medicine and seeing Hmm. that I can't give him what he's getting there. And then now it's all integrating and and we're embodying it separately so that when we do come together, we're able to meet each other without these expectations that are just um, too high to, to really hold on one another to, to, to expect that fulfillment to come from that space. So we're actually able to meet in such a, a different, beautiful space. Um, Yeah. That just, that just feels really empowering and really connected. Fascinating. Sounds very healthy. 
yeah, you're both seeming more whole within yourselves and able to come together sort of as two more whole pieces. I'm curious to know, what do the men do in their men's group? Is it similar? Do they do like a circle or is it more just sort of like banging on chests or what is it? That's a secret, Jenna. No, you, you're going to have to dress up in a disguise with a mustache to know what goes on in those groups. I want to know all the secrets. It's very similar to, I mean, I've never been, obviously, but in asking my husband, it's, it's very similar to the circle that I hold and very similar to the circle that I'm a part of where I'm not the facilitator. Beautiful. I'd love to be a fly on a wall I know, right? <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> so I want to steer this conversation towards sisterhood. Paula, what has your story around sisterhood been? Growing up, I was the, and still am, the only daughter of four children, me, myself, and three brothers, wild boys, being the oldest. And then on my mom's side, 12 grandchildren and me, well, I have a girl cousin or woman cousin, um, but she was significantly older than me and not around. So I grew up very boy heavy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um, I had a lot of not you know, I guess you could even say traumatic experiences with, with young girls as a young girl. So it's actually kind of funny that, um, that my work is so women led in my life today, because it's absolutely not how I grew up. And I've had to work through my own limiting beliefs and judgments and negative thought patterns around other women and what it is to be a woman. And like Jenna was saying with, with, um, you know, really just sharing about my bio and my story and, and how this all shifted for me was through the birthing experience, which for me was really when I felt like I moved into motherhood, of course, but really embodied womanhood. Mm-hmm. That was just my experience. I don't think that you have to give birth to, to have that experience, but that was just my experience. And in doing so, it, it allowed me to come together with women in a way that I had never experienced them before. I'd always had like a best girlfriend or a best couple friends, but not really residing in a sisterhood or community. I never felt safe. I always felt judged. And um, yeah, so I feel that coming together and sharing birth stories and and then once I entered the spiritual psychology program in Santa Monica um, and started to connect more deeply with women in a, in a more intentional way and a more like-minded way um, through spirituality is when I started to feel safe and that there was so much um, magic when we would come together, when I used to hold circle at my house pre-women's space. And that was really healing. And it was very nerve wracking and it took a lot of courage to, to show up and to hold space for women because um, I wasn't necessarily coming from a lot of really great experiences with women. So it's been incredibly healing for me and it continues to be that way. It's so fascinating for me to hear your story and to see the mirroring aspect in your story. 
how you were talking about growing up with brothers and there was probably an innate sense within you that didn't quite understand women or found them a bit threatening. And then that was reflected in your experiences. And then you formed a story from that. And then birthing into motherhood, you had such a profound understanding of your own femininity and a discovering of your heart and the expansiveness of the feminine that you now start, that launched you into creating a whole new story around women and the power of women and opened up a whole new opportunity to connect with them. It's it's fascinating to me. I mean, it's brilliant. Motherhood, the ultimate Uh, activator. Another thing that I noticed when you were just telling your story is that I also only grew up with brothers and the only girl cousin. Um, Amber, you only grew up with brothers. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's interesting is that I've noticed in my life, I've taken stock and noticed this quite a while ago, was that most of my really good girlfriends throughout all of my life have only had brothers. Hmm. I have, don't have girlfriends that actually have sisters. And I, I wonder if it is because, you know, me being the only girl and the only girl cousin, you being the only girl, it's like you kind of do seek that sisterhood more when you don't have it just right there within your family. I feel like maybe sometimes girls with sisters already might have that sense of sisterhood, you know, whereas those with brothers might need to seek it more. It's just an interesting observation because it's very true that most of my good friends only have brothers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, and I, it's, it's, I mean, I love what you're both sharing. It's such a beautiful mirroring even back for me because in, in what you were saying, Amber, about giving birth, I mean, if I was to be completely honest and transparent, I didn't even understand what it was to be a woman. I didn't get it because my mother and I love her deeply, but never reflected that back to me. So being surrounded by all these boys, it was just, and even just having that best girlfriend, it just, I never understood what it was to be a woman because to what you're saying, Jenna, of not having a bunch of sisters and not having someone to talk about your period with and, you know, your body and like all the shifts and changes when, when all of that happens in adolescent, I was so isolated and so alone and just like, didn't get the manual. So I feel that preparing for birth and being in the birthing experience. And that was right along the same time that I became a birth doula and educating myself and learning. I'm just like, wait a minute, this is what it is. Oh my gosh, it was just so empowering in mind. And I'm still blown. I'm still blown away by the power of what it is to be a woman. And again, I, I don't believe that it, that can only come through for women through childbirth. I believe that we all have a womb space and we're all creators and we all have just so much to give and to receive. And, um, yeah, it was like a coming, it was a coming to for me. It really Mm. was. Mm. It's just interesting how the universe sets us up for our destinies, because quite honestly, Paula, if you had grown up in a house with a bunch of sisters and you got to talk about all these girly stuff all the time, you wouldn't have that need, that void, that passion to push you to where you are. So it's like, just good for everyone to take stock is just, you know, what has the universe set us up for? What, what are we set up for to achieve? And it's interesting how your lack of sisterhood really drove you to be the ultimate queen of all sisterhoods you know absolutely absolutely and not just that i 
if for me, what I'm hearing, which I guess is a message for me today that I'm meant to hear for some reason, but a key element of creating that juicy sisterhood in your life is to find it within yourself, that to have that trust of your own femininity, to have that trust of sisterhood for yourself and it starts to manifest around you. And hearing your story is so valuable, Paula and Jenna, because I get to reflect back on my own journey and put some pieces together and realize that I, I was also, I mean, there's so many pieces to this puzzle, but I also was not really ushered into understanding the feminine um, as much as other women who have had mothers and who really embrace the feminine and sisters and have that girly vibe in the house. So for me, I was really brought up being a tomboy and not really understanding even what a period is or what sex is or anything like that. And so I was afraid of that element of what I didn't understand. And that blocked that sense of softness and sisterhood and that feminine affection in my life. And same as you, Paula, it's only when I really birthed and got into motherhood that I started to soften, open and understand it. And therefore, that totally changed my, the depth of my relationships and my, my community with women. Because mm-hmm. once you birth a child, and I know where we've often said it's not just birthing a child that makes a woman, but just in the case of birthing a child. After you've gone through pregnancy and birth, it's like, I really feel like you you realize that only another woman could understand you know like a man has not had a baby in his body has not tried to squeeze that baby out um it just becomes a, you become you find yourself in a situation that men can really not relate so it causes you pushes you further towards the sisters yes I want to talk about the energetics of women and of and how to cultivate that sense of authentic depth and connectedness between women because I know a lot of people who are have plenty of community but don't feel that sense of true trust and connectedness and support f- from their sisters. I hear a lot there's a sense of competitiveness or mistrust or whatever it may be. So I would love to know your experience, Paula, how you came to cultivate authentic depth, support and connection with the women in your life. Hmm. Well, it first starts with me and how I hold space for myself and how I really am with myself. And from that place, then I get to share that with whoever I choose to share it with, but especially with women. And so I feel that it's really been through working my own process and clearing my own stuff that has really opened my heart to authentic connection and to really begin to understand, and this is a lot of the work that we did at USM, the Masters in Spiritual Psychology that I completed, which is really starting to see through soul-centered eyes and really starting to see each other on a soul level 
And that was such a, well, at first acknowledging myself as a divine being, having a human experience and really understanding that and taking that in and, and still allowing that to integrate and embody. And then to begin to use those eyes from which I see into someone else. Oh, it's like so healing. It's just the most amazing gift to oneself because it really allows me to really move into a deep heart-centered place and and connect with someone else so beautiful totally and i i love that you have the courage to have that depth of self-observation because it really is about taking responsibility for being aware of how you are showing up and the relationship you are cultivating with yourself. What systems do you have in place to nourish and maintain your sense of love? For myself? Yeah. Just continuing to go into the spiritual practices and beliefs that I really believe in and to really practice taking and making self-honoring choices um, really move, knowing when to move into compassionate self-forgiveness, um, when I do place judgment on myself or others, to um, just partake in my meditation and my prayer practice, and just be in my devotion to myself, because it's really for me and the most self-honoring way and even in selfless way because it really it brings me to a place of humility which then allows for the vulnerability which then al allows for deep authentic connection that's how i experience it but You're i can only do that if i move the shit out of the way <laughs> yeah girl I think what's so powerful about what you're saying, Paula, and what I love about what you're saying is that you're taking radical responsibility, even though we're talking about sisterhood and connections with others, you're taking radical responsibility upon yourself to know that the, the ability to connect with sisters is really a reflection of your um, internal um, state. You know, and I think a lot of people try to externalize it and put the blame on others or put the blame on whatever else, external factor. But for everything I've heard Paula say is taking radical responsibility and working deeply on herself and taking everything as an opportunity to go deeper and work more on, as she put it, getting the SHIT out of the way. You know, because I think a lot of the things that times that women have problems with other women. And this is conditioned by society for us to be all fighting for men or whatever. But it, it, it has to do with self insecurity about oneself, you know? And so when you're really working on your own self and your own insecurities and having that be the foremost thing in your practice, then I could see how that really clears the way for authentic connection with other women. Talking about health from the inside out is a perfect way to introduce today's sponsor, Ritual Vitamins. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's essential vitamin for women helps fill in all of those gaps in my diet and is delivered to my door for a dollar a day. And it's the coolest vitamins you have ever seen. You're always so happy to receive them. 
And there's something about really cool, beautiful vitamins that make me think that there's no archaic systems here. They know what they're doing. They've got the latest information. I really, really trust this brand. And they're no nausea capsule. Design is gentle on an empty stomach, which is perfect for the preggy mamas like me with no fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s. And for obsessive label readers, which I know Jenna and I and probably you are, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. Just two easy-to-take easy Ritual multivitamin capsules provide the nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. Go to ritual.com slash MLF or use the discount code MLF to get your 10% off your three months of superior vitamin delivery. And now back to the show. Mm -hmm. Yes. And for the women that I work with privately, a part of how I work with women in this really beautiful container is I work privately with them and then they have access to the circle work and to the group. And so it's this really beautiful process and journey that we're on together. And what allows them to move more deeply into the power of the sisterhood community group experience is through that one-on-one work and really going inward in an intimate process and really letting this stuff go. Because it's true, it's exactly what you said, that what blocks us between us and the other person or us and our higher power or whatever you believe in or wherever you are is just those limiting beliefs the negative thought patterns and the judgments of separation. It's so true. I totally agree. And there's been phases, you know, obviously life is so fluid and spontaneous and we're always moving through phases, but I, I've always been a very community based person. I think it's from my upbringing and my fam growing up with a family that didn't have much structure. I, I seek that outside in my community. And so I've always had very strong friendships, but you know, as life goes to the ebbs and flows, there's been moments where I haven't felt extremely connected to a group of girlfriends, or there's been an issue in the dynamics in the group. And that's been super confronting for me and it really weighed on me. And I thought to myself, how am I going to rewrite this or how am I going to restructure this so that it's medicine for everyone rather than a sense of separation. And I found that moving into it, looking at it with a lens of what you want it to be and the potential of what it can be was the medicine to rewrite those dynamics and, and speaking into someone as if they already are that open-hearted, forgiving, loving, connected, authentic person, or that friendship is like that, really helped open that space. Rather than walking into a space with old stories that don't suit you or holding on to something someone said in the past, I think it, once again, comes back to self-responsibility and really creating that opportunity for depth and sisterhood, inviting people into that heart space. And I love, Paula, that it's you not only have that internal work, which is your baseline to create Lady Love community, but you're in action and you're totally committed to hosting circles, I think, twice a month, where whether you feel like it or not, you are in that space, forcing your, not forcing yourself, but practicing opening, opening your heart, practicing nourishing your friendships. And from that, you get all of that back. 
So I think practical tools like committing to lady gatherings is a really important aspect of this. Yes, my prayer is that gathering in circle becomes just as important, if, if not more important, than the way that we commit to our yoga practice or our Pilates practice or going to the gym. Or It's such deep medicine and supports us on so many levels, on the physical level, the emotional level, and the spiritual level. And so, yes. There's, there's so much goodness and opportunity in coming together in lady love community. Mm, I love that. And for people who don't really understand the concept of a moon gathering or a circle gathering or new moon gathering, can you give us a little blip on what they're about? Sure. So I, I, Women's Circle is the signature offering here at Women's Space that I offer every two weeks. And I just started three weeks ago or three circles ago, started offering Women's Circle online. So for those of you who are tuning in who don't currently um, live in the Los Angeles area, you can tune in via Zoom wherever you are. And the format is slightly different online because I've learned it's it's a little hard to trans late what we're doing in circle through um technology but i i feel like we're, we're getting into a groove of bringing this work online which feels really exciting to support more women out there but as far as when we're together in person it's the as far as the moon piece i've always felt connected to the moon so and and of course that's like a whole other podcast but i i schedule the circles around the moon phases. So we gather around the new and the full moon. And really it's just an opportunity to gather under these really powerful times of, of the moon cycles to really help support the energy, the theme, and what's present for the circle and whatever is meant to come forward. And within the circle, there's a theme every time we gather and then we work a process so there's a worksheet and we do some writing and journaling and um pausing and reflecting and sharing and connecting and it's a really beautiful way to work our inner process on a group level and one of the biggest things that always comes forward is that feeling of i'm not alone I'm not the only one. There's always a theme and always an energetic um, theme amongst the theme that I feel called to bring forward. And I just find that to be such a powerful piece of realizing, you know, we're not alone. We're not the only one that might be going through something or, um, or yeah, it's just, it's, it's so powerful to come together on a group level and just have that mirroring and reflection um, from each other in the circle and to, again, do it in a non-judgmental loving space. One of the things I personally find really powerful about women's circles is hearing other women's stories. Yes. And in hearing other people's stories, I just find such understanding and compassion for my own self. And as you said, Paula, really getting that you're not alone because it's so easy to feel a sense of I'm the only one experiencing this. I'm the only one having relationship issues or struggling with myself or struggling with motherhood. And just to simply sit back and listen 
and hear someone sharing authentically from their heart makes you realize that we're all in this crazy human experience <laughs> and it just dilutes the seriousness and the intensity of it all. There's such healing in community. I, I just, I'm such, such a big fan of community. It's true. It's true. And I see it every circle, every, even if it's people who are reoccurring, who are committed to circle on a regular basis, people walk in a certain way and they leave completely different. Everyone is on some kind of high or have connected to some kind of insight. It's not always just going into the deep, dark crevices of it all and, and shining a light on it, even though that is a part of the healing process, but it's also about sharing our joy and sharing um, what has actualized in our lives and what we have called forward and, and honoring and acknowledging ourselves for doing this work and, and all the miracles that are available to each and every one of us and to also acknowledge that and to um, hold space for that on a group level is incredibly powerful. You're hosting a retreat, aren't you, coming up in September? Yes, I am hosting a retreat in September, September 20th through the 22nd. We will be circling all weekend. We'll also be closing out each day with a sound bath and doing a closing tea ceremony on Sunday, nourishing foods, and really diving deep into what I'm calling soul care. So really taking self-care to soul care. And I'm all about both, by the way. And soul care again really under and i love that i feel like your listeners will totally connect to this really going deep into the understanding of truly what is it to be a divine being having a human experience and really going into our soul experience incarnated in the human body and how do we navigate this life um, and reside in more joy, happiness, liberation, freedom, and working a process and diving into some really beautiful spiritual principles and tools that have absolutely set me free. And I am so looking forward to gathering for, an, for a weekend to be together. I mean, I feel so lit up. Last night, I held circle for Maiden to Mother, where we honor the transition from pregnancy to motherhood by sharing birth stories. And it was so powerful. And I'm just really always so lit after sitting in circle with women. And so to really go deep into a weekend together is just going <laughs> to, we'll probably be floating out of here. So excited to just be together. And and I'm curating the circle. I'm really calling in the women that I feel that are are really meant to be here and meant to be together and work a really beautiful process together. And, and I only have a few more spots left. So I'm really excited about it. And if you're interested at all, would love to set up a time to connect and would love to share more about it. Tingles. That just sounds so <laughs> thoroughly amazing. I can't even, you know, and... Wow. That is definitely a life-changing retreat. The energy feels so palatable. It feels like I'm going to internally combust. <laughs> you, you got me a gong bath. I'm like, what? Gong bath, nourishing foods, incense. <laughs> Sign me up. And that's going to be, is that going to be in the LA area, Paula? I'm holding this retreat intentionally at Women's Space. 
Beautiful. So we're going to use the energy field of women's space that has been created that you've already spoken of both of you so beautifully and really use the energy here to really go deep into a beautiful process for the weekend. I've really got a new spin on the importance of women community as a really deep aspect of my own healing and my own personal evolution. And without that container of being held and working through your own blockages and stories that don't serve you, my own femininity would be stifled. So I've just got a whole new perspective on the importance of really nourishing and cultivating true, authentically deep relationships with my own self and able to call in and be available for that in my, in my friendships with the women in my life. So yeah, very powerful stuff. What, what did you guys get? I'm curious. Totally. That's amazing nugget. Um, where I'm kind of feeling into after this conversation is just that our femininity is actually stifled as a global community because we have been living in a patriarchal domination for so many centuries and our mothers and grandmothers, they weren't allowed to be the full expression of their wild and true femininity. And so we as women often don't have permission to really go there and be um, like in that and i think that what paul is doing and is so revolutionary because it's bringing women together at this level where we are able to activate these levels of, of femininity and female connection connection to nature the earth the natural cycles which have not been present on the earth for many many generations and it's it's like it's part of the return of the divine feminine really that these circles are happening and women are connecting in this way and so that brings a lot of joy to my heart it's so beautiful and i'm what's coming forward for me is just i mean i love you ladies so much and it's always such a gift to come together in this way and the fact that we get to share this conversation with others and and hope that something moves in their heart is just such a gift and i think that's really what's present for me is hearing your reflection and and really hearing how this conversation has moved you it just in turn moves me even more and opens my heart even more. And, and it's just, I, I never take for granted an opportunity to come together as women because we haven't, it hasn't always been safe and it hasn't always been, um, you know, available to us in this way. And it's, it is in this time and space and it's, it's a powerful, powerful time that we're in collectively and um it's important it's important that we gather and that we come together and i'm just so grateful for you all and all the work that you do and and holding this platform and space to raise consciousness and so that we can all up level and and move into the space that is our birthright mm. Thank you for rewriting the script around sisterhood, Paula. You're really holding down the fort and making it a palatable experience available for everyone who has their hearts open and are ready to dive into the good stuff. So, so thank true. you. Yeah, we salute you and your work. We sure mm. do. And we're going to be there next Moon Circle. I'm definitely going to be. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let's do it. I would Let's love to have you anytime. Anytime. You know, you know, I'll be rapping on your door. Mm -hmm. So that was so beautiful and just spoke to my heart so deeply. So thank you, Paula, so much for being on with us today. Um, would you like to offer our guests an invitation? 
something that they can start using, practicing, perhaps a lens they can start trying on that is going to help support them grow their community? Sure. I mean, I gather, gather, circle up, circle up with love, circle up with intention, circle up with non-judgmental observation. And just to share a little something that I'm currently working on myself individually that I think that really supports me when I am on a group level is um, really noticing thought patterns and not getting attached to the ones that do not serve me and to, um, to not get caught up in the story around it. Yeah, definitely a good one. I think that's, that'd be helpful for everybody. I know that's helpful for me because um, it's hard to separate yourself from your own thought patterns sometimes, but mm -hmm. uh, such a good practice of mindfulness and metacognition. It is. And it's, it's such a simple one. I feel like it's, it's Buddhism 101, but I just, I'm finding that the simplicity in my practice and where I currently am in my process is just really bringing some powerful awarenesses and insights through. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. Well, Paula, thank you so much for being with us. I know you have so much to contribute and I, I'm so grateful that we made this episode happen because I know it was not easy. <laughs> to do so we did it thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> and um for our listeners take up paula's challenge um if you want to experience the magic of women's space in person and you live in the la area go check it out check out their website we're going to link it all to the show notes um so thank you guys so much for being here today. If you love this podcast and want more, leave us a comment, a five-star review, and um, we will be out there putting out the good stuff. Okay, thanks, guys. And Maisie, Maisie says hi. Yeah, Maisie says hi. <laughs> I have a little visitor here. That's, That's perfect. Called, That's called motherhood, doing it all. Paula, oh, thank yes. you so much for all your wisdom and love and incredible content today we really appreciate you and i'll be seeing you at the next women's circle gathering for sure can't wait to have you love you both thank you for having love me you on. we love you. Thank, thank you. you thank you bye bye, bye.